The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, Carver, I know I'm a jerk and everything, but, um, you know, I watched the last minute of the Army-Navy game, and I just thought it was a fantastic way to avoid the game altogether. I just caught the last minute, and that was all I needed. Well, look, I did have it on. I did wager on it. Uh, I liked the over in the game because it was so low. I was going to try to burn that 15 in a row going under. Couldn't even do that after 17 points in the first quarter. But it's about the spectacle, Scotty. It's about the tradition. It's about the atmosphere. Forget about winning tickets and things like that. We care. The Army-Navy game is about tradition, Scotty, and that's what you got on Saturday at MetLife. I actually thought the soccer game, which was on at the same time, that was more exciting than the end of the Army-Navy game because I had some family over after Little O's birthday party, and I ended up putting the NYCFC game on because that was just out of control there in the extra time with the penalty kicks. That was uh, just an incredible game, and, and the Timbers scored with no time left at all to send it. Uh, into extras and and then the PKs and and to see New York win that game in Portland was insanity. And then, I mean, everything the celebration was even better. The coach stripping down naked. I mean, it was all <laughs> happening. So Navy does upset Army in the game, seventeen to thirteen. We are now officially into bowl season. Our first games on Friday. Little Bahamas Bowl on Friday afternoon. You get the Cure Bowl on Friday night. We will go bowling later this week uh, right here on Coast to Coast. Heisman Trophy was also awarded over the weekend. No surprise. Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback, wins the Heisman. Here he is. Says he thrives on being underestimated. He was only the top recruit in the country, but, hey, he was underestimated. Here he is on ESPN. For me, I've always been someone who's been, you know, labeled as not the prototype. Um, being, you know, being an African-American quarterback and, you know, being, you know, quote-unquote undersized and not being that, that prototype, I've, I've always been ruled out and counted out. And people a lot of times have told me that um, you know, I wasn't going to be able to Alabama. make it. And for me, it's always been about, you know, not really proving them wrong, but so uh, proving to myself Alabama. what I can accomplish. Uh, I've always pushed myself to, to work the hardest and I uh, try my best to do all I can to maximize all I can do. And, um, you know, thanks to the people around me and through the grace of God, um, I've been able to make it here. And I'm truly grateful for that. I was actually surprised that Hutchinson finished second and that that Stroud kid finished fourth behind Pickett, to be honest with you. But I didn't care one way or the other. And I don't really believe anything that kid just said. When you get... 
uh, a full ride and you're the starting quarterback at Alabama, you must be doing something right. I mean, honestly, like uh, no one believed in him. No one ever thought he was any good. He's a black quarterback, all the rest. Did that stop Nick Saban from bringing him to Alabama? I mean, the kid's the starting quarterback at Tuscaloosa. Please just stop. Yeah, he didn't win the uh, Heisman Trophy coming out of Northern Illinois here. Uh, He played for Alabama. It's a big part of the reason why he got it done. Other college football news for you. Manny Diaz lands on his feet. He is now the defensive coordinator at Penn State. Oregon officially hires Georgia defensive coordinator Dan Lanning as head coach. How about your boy, the swashbuckler? Always loves to tell it like it is over the weekend, saying it's absurd that the players opt out of these bowl games. He's absolutely right, Scotty. It is absurd. Well, it is. And, I mean, look, there's 50 million bowl games. Who cares? Uh, the kids that aren't playing that are going pro, whatever. I got to tell you, I'll believe it when I see it that this guy, uh, Dan Lanning, uh, he, he doesn't have players like yeah. that even uh, in Eugene playing at Outson that he had down in Athens. And I don't deny he did a great job with Georgia's defense, but like him as the head coach at Oregon, good luck. That'll be two, three years he'll be out. Everybody's following the same playbook, Scotty. Hiring these guys, 35, 36 years old. They've never been a head coach before. Uh, please have at it. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates here on a Monday for El Coast to Coast on Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us here. We're getting ready for Rams and Cardinals tonight. A little college football for you first. A lot of quarterbacks, Scotty, going into the transfer portal today. Auburn's Bo Nix. Calzone from Texas A&M. He's bolting Jimbo Fisher. Keaton Slovis from USC. All enter the transfer portal. Quinn Ewers, uh, the kid that left high school to go to Ohio State. Well, he's already leaving Ohio State and going to Texas, which is where he's originally from. So that was some nice moves by him. He gets the NIL deal, leaves high school, goes to Ohio State. Now he'll get some more NIL deals down in Texas by his home, Scotty. Nice job, Ewers. And he was going to go to Texas uh, before he changed his mind and ended up, uh, you know, uh, going where he did to Ohio State. Now he's going back where he originally uh, planned on going. So he'll probably do well uh, for Sarkeesian in Austin, my guess. He's a stud. I can't wait to see where Calzone goes either. Uh, He was so good. He did beat Alabama this year. I'll give him that uh, at Texas A&M for Jimbo Fisher. All right, college basketball. uh, Very light slate tonight, Scotty. Over the weekend, how about the Irish upsetting Kentucky at home on Saturday night? Big win for ND. I give you the newest AP top 25. We have a new number one. Purdue couldn't hold it. That's because they're not a legitimate number one team, but Baylor is now at the top. Duke two, Purdue three, UCLA four, and Gonzaga at number five. How about the job Drew's done down in Waco? He wins a national championship, loses guys to the NBA, and now has the Bears back on top of college basketball, ranked number one, but every single number one the last four weeks has lost their first game after being ranked number one, so be careful. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day, and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. You know, make sure you, you know, get a lot of eggnog in you during the holidays. I know they're having the, uh, the sports grid holiday party tonight. Carver Hyde and Mafia are going to be throwing back cocktails in the city, it's all evolving. I'm working, so I won't be there. But I, if I were them, before I'd go to that party, I would make sure everyone that they know follows us on uh, social media, on Twitter, at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV, because I'm sure there'll be footage of that party and people behaving poorly on our social media feed. By the way, I'm on Oklahoma State tonight, but uh, Cleveland State to cover the 13. Rhode Island lay the six and a half. BC lay the 17. And I'm on Princeton laying the points, but I would never bet on Princeton in the state of New Jersey due to ethical and religious reasons. But everywhere else, have at it. All right, let's talk about the NBA, Carver High. Zion, a.k.a. fat ass, with all of his foot problems, I think it's because he's so fat and out of shape and enormous. Uh, That's why he gets injured. He hasn't played one game, one minute the whole season, and I don't think he's going to. (laughs) Yeah, we have to get through all the injuries and guys not playing due to COVID before we get to last night and tonight's games. You said it. Zion suffers with the setback with the foot injury. You're right. Let's just shut him down for the year. Like, how about this? Why don't we just take Zion and get his foot better and maybe get him enro- enrolled in a training program, like some kind of regimen? Maybe they could ship him up to you and you could take him to the gym every morning with you. Like, they got to do something, Scotty, because, I mean, you watch him on the bench. I mean, my man's getting big, too. How is it that this guy, I mean, how is it that he just has been sitting since the opening night and he's never gotten better? I I don't understand how, how do you have a setback months after your rehab starts and now he's back to ground zero? It makes no sense to me at all uh, other than he's so horribly out of shape and fat. I mean, that's just all there is to it. How is this guy injuring his foot again is beyond me. Luka Doncic is going to miss multiple games with an ankle issue. You know, he's starting to become a guy who's getting hurt a lot also, Scotty. What's this, the second or third time already this year that Luka's going to miss some games with an injury? Uh, and, and I've already heard the rumblings. People think that he's out of shape too, your boy Luka. Well, because he is out of shape and he's fat too and everybody knows it. And, you know, <laughs> it's hard to not be fat when you are as great as he is 
uh, as much money as he makes. And the fact that he carried Slovenia on his back in the Olympics. And then when that was over, I'm sure he ate and drank his ass off then, too. Because when he came into this season, he was clearly out of shape. And he's admitted that he's out of shape and that he's fat. He's admitted all of that. So he's got a lot of work to do on his own body. Uh, now we get to the COVID protocol section of the NBA today. We have Kyle Kuzma from the Wizards, COVID protocol. Obi Toppin and R.J. Barrett, Knicks, COVID protocol. Zach Levine and the Bulls, COVID protocol. And a few other guys. In fact, Scotty, the Bulls, their next two games, uh, Tuesday and Thursday night, both postponed due to COVID outbreaks. So no Bulls games the next couple of nights uh, as they have some serious issues here. And, and honestly, Scotty, you're starting to see this. This isn't just the NBA. This is the NBA. This is the NHL. I saw a tweet just now. The NFL, they had 37 guys who have to go into COVID protocol today. You know, when we heard all this stuff for months and months, we get into the winter, it's going to start to happen. All these leagues are starting to lose guys left and right here again. I mean, it's very scary what's going on uh, with Delta, Omicron, uh, with people that refuse to get vaccinated, people that uh, not only don't get vaccinated, other people that walk around with fake, uh, you know, vaccine cards that have never been vaccinated, people lying about being vaccinated. Uh, Now people uh, are getting boosters. Others have had no shots whatsoever. And it's pretty simple, in my opinion. If you don't get vaccinated, you don't get boosters, you don't get any of that, you got it coming. I mean, it's just, it's coming right down the pike and it's going to hit you. And you think you're immune to it because you're an idiot and have fun with that. I mean, that stuff is no joke. And I think that uh, people that haven't been vaccinated, uh, you know, they're, they're gambling and running with the devil. It's that simple. And this thing is everywhere. It's uh, omnipresent. It's at every level of every country, all over the globe, all over the world. Uh, Hospitals are full again. ICUs are full again. People are dying in droves. People are sick. They're on incubators. I mean, it is a disaster. It's two years. We'll be going on three years now in 2022. When are people going to wake up and smell the coffee that this is a problem? It's clearly affecting sports again in a gigantic way. And if it keeps up, I mean, literally, I think that, Mike, if it keeps up at this, you know, alarming rate, I will not be surprised whatsoever in the least if the NHL and NBA and college basketball shut down again completely. Wow. Wow. MG League notes for you here. Isaiah Thomas joins the G League. He's looking to make an NBA comeback. Warriors assigned Clay Thompson to the G League rehab assignment. He's getting closer to returning for to action. It's been a long time since we've seen Clay Thompson on an NBA court. Dante DiVincenzo going to make his season debut on Wednesday. And the Bucs, they beat the Knicks yesterday, 112 to 97. Nets beat the Pistons, 116 to 104. KD dropping 51 piece on the Pistons. He also got fined. 25k for giving a fan in atlanta the business on friday night did you like that scotty from kd a cool 25k for the fan gesture yeah listen i I, you know the fan probably had it coming because he doesn't take any flack from anybody i'll tell you that much (laughs) and he does talk to fans that give him the business he gives it back which i like and i'll say this i watched that game last night because i was getting real bored with those late afternoon games even though uh you know or the 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 Sunday night game, I was watching the the Nets right. instead. I love watching this guy play basketball. And I got to tell you, yep. 
I mean, this guy last night went off like rocks off. I mean, this guy was hitting bombs. He was hitting mid-range elbow jays. He was hitting baseline step-back poppers mid-range. He had it all going, blocking shots, talking smack with the refs because he was uh, disagreeing with their calls. I thought he was going to get tacked up. The complete package from the Slim Reaper, watching him by himself drop a 51-piece on the Pistons was better than the NFL. Uh, also, the Lakers beat the Magic uh, last night, 106-94. to Let's go. We've got games tonight in the NBA. The Heat are in Cleveland against the Cavs, who have been covering machines, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're minus 5.5 at home. We've got the Kings in Toronto against the Raptors, minus 4.5 for them. The Warriors, minus 4 tonight in Indiana. What does Steph need, Scotty? Seven threes to break that record tonight for Steph Curry, so he's looking to fill it up out in Indiana. The Rockets are in Atlanta against the Hawks tonight, minus 10.5 there. The Bucks in Boston, minus 1 road favorites against the Celtics. I actually think tonight's games are delicious. I mean, they're fantastic matchups. I think the Cavs win, but the number's too much for me. I am worried about the Heat without, you know, Bam and Butler. They're not the same team, obviously. I think the Kings cover the number. Raptors win a close game in Toronto. I think the Warriors win that game in Indy over the Pacers. I just think they have too much transition, too much up and down for the Pacers. They won't be able to handle the Warriors' speed. I think the Hawks win. But I'm going to take the Rockets. I got them at 11 and a half. It's at 10 now. A lot of people pounced on it. The Bucks are playing fantastic ball. Made me easy money on Sunday at the Garden. I think they're going to do it again tonight and pace the Celtics. I got them getting one and a half earlier today. Now they're laying one. Doesn't matter. They're still going to win. And the Sixers are in Memphis against the Grizz tonight. Minus four road favorites. The Hornets are in Dallas. Minus three for the Mavs. The Wizards are in Denver against the Nuggets. And the Suns and the Clippers in L.A. tonight. Minus three. Suns the road favorite. Same thing here. I just think the Suns do too much up and down for the Clippers who are going to try to turn it into a half-court game. I like Phoenix. I'm on the Nuggets easily here tonight, laying the three and a half. I like the Hornets to cover the number against the Mavericks. Mavericks by a bucket at best. And I like the Sixers actually to win with JoJo on Beale Street. And I got it at two and a half and laid it. Now it's up to three. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Carver Hi. So um, we got Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, coming up. I, I just wanted to tell you. So, uh, you know, I haven't been to uh, PPG uh, to see a Penguins game since they opened it up, believe it or not. I've gone to, mm. you know, tons of Steeler games, and I've been to a million games at the Igloo, the old Civic Arena, and I've seen them win Stanley Cups and everything else. But finally, on Friday night, I have – Obtained two tickets on the ice to see the Sabres and Penguins at the PPG. I will be dealing on Friday night, going to my first Penguin game in the new building that uh, Lemieux built with all of his money and all of his wins and all of his Stanley Cups. I'm finally going to see the Penguins in their sparkling billion-dollar arena like your team's new arena. That is outstanding. You're going to love it. Now, I have not been in that arena for a game. I was there for the NHL draft maybe 10 years ago or something like that, 2013. Whenever the Penguins had the draft, I was in it. The building is unbelievable. I love there's a couple of nice little establishments right across the street that I found my way inside of before and after the draft. So you're going to have a great time, of course, at the Penguin game. We got to bet the over that night now, Penguins and Sabres. Yeah, we got to bet it. I'm looking forward to going to that one. And then I'm going to hit the uh, Steeler-Titan game on Sunday at Heinz Field. Here he is, uh, Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, a double shot on a Monday. we got a lot to do. Let's talk about that full turnaround in effect in Kansas City. Another win for the Chiefs, Adam. Yeah, look, it is unbelievable what they've been able to do here. In the middle of the season, after seven weeks, they were three and four. And it, it didn't look good. Let's face it. It didn't look good. And Andy Reid has a history of turning his teams around in November or December. I, I just love the way he's managed Patrick Mahomes here. Not asking him to do a whole lot. I mentioned Friday, and it didn't look like he was going to throw a lot of touchdown passes in this game. Uh, but, you know, he went – he had back-to-back games of not throwing touchdown passes for the first time in his career. But they absolutely annihilated and spanked the Raiders. They've outscored them now 90 to 23 in both games. And the thing that they do well is they play defense too. It's not just offense. They're, they've got it going on here. They have a running game now. They've got good depth. They're, they're one of the healthiest teams in the National Football League. To me right now, they're, the, they're going to beat the Patriots in the playoffs. They're going to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, and the Bills, we can talk about them later if you'd like. The Bills have fallen off here and the Chiefs have taken it, man. They, they've run with it after that slide to start the season. Right now, they are absolutely my favorite in the AFC. So let me get this straight. Uh, Thursday night, though, they play that game at SoFi. It's not at yep. Arrowhead, right? It's a road game yep. for the Chiefs. Yep. How do you like their chances on the road with as hot as they've been against anybody, let alone the Chargers? They'll beat the Chargers here. Now, now Chargers have been one of those teams like the Bengals. Very hard to predict. They smoked the Bengals a couple weeks ago. They had a good win yesterday, no doubt about it. But the Chiefs now, quite frankly, if you look at both leagues, other than the Cardinals, who we'll talk about later, I don't know if there's a team playing playing better right now. Now, some people pointed to the Chiefs' schedule. They've had a soft schedule. Look, you beat the teams you're on, your, on the schedule. And, and another thing I want to mention is a guy that was with your Steelers, Melvin Ingram, who was buried on their depth chart. 
was a non-factor. The Chiefs, in the way that they look at it is this. Melvin Ingram has allowed Chris Jones, who started the season at D-tackle, to play inside. He's revived his career at 32 years old. He's playing great. He's given a big help at defensive end. They're, they are so complete right now. And the other thing is, you and I were talking in the Super Bowl about how bad their offensive line was. They're legit nine deep on their offensive line. So, again, I would, I would ask people, show me a deeper team in the Chiefs right now. They're playing great football. And, again, they were my clear number one in the AFC. I got to tell you, I think the job that uh, Spagnola has done with that defense, as bad as they were in the first half, as weak as they were, I mean, they were giving up points and chunks of yards in droves. I saw him live at the link. Even that day, they gave up 30-plus points uh, to Hurts and company, and they weren't even a good team at that point and maybe still aren't. But that defense turnaround, I give Spags the credit. You can, uh, and I agree with you about Ingram. He was terrible in Pittsburgh, and he's been great for Jones and the defense now. But it's the defense that turnaround, I think, has made everything life easier, even for the offense. And the other part about this is I do want to add before we move on here is defensively, right? When you look at the Chiefs, they tackle better. Their run defense was awful earlier this season, and they're tackling better. So I, I don't see how you could have the Patriots if you were doing a power poll. I don't see how the Patriots. Over the Chiefs, the Chiefs are a better team. Both are coached very, very well. Uh, but I believe the Chiefs are, are, are the favorite based on the way that they're playing right now. And you want to be playing your best football in December, not October or September. And Andy Reid could tell you that. I'll give you that. But I am not willing to uh, disregard the Patriots against the Chiefs in any way, shape, or form. I think the Patriots flat out can beat anyone any day, anywhere, and I think playing them is a headache waiting to happen for anyone, including the Chiefs. Uh, Beating Bill Belichick in a playoff game is your worst nightmare. Uh, Let's talk about the Niners. They own the East Coast. They've been doing it forever, and they did it again yesterday in a game that they almost blew, but they didn't. Yeah, we talked about this on Pro Football Today uh, prior to the game. We were surprised that the Niners were a, a road favorite and maybe it's because the odds makers saw that the Niners are 6-0 and on the road against teams in the Eastern Time Zone. Now they're 7-0 and over the last two seasons. Now, in that game, now you looked at it, and the, the Niners had some injuries. Uh, Debo Samuel was back from his calf injury, which was a good thing. But they had some injuries in defense, particularly in the secondary. And the Bengals are the one team that could spread them out, and they tried to. But what happened was, and what's happened a lot in this season, and it's been a, it, it continues to be a problem, their offensive line struggled. Joe Burrow got pressured. He didn't play well. Now, I give him credit for bringing him back uh, when they were down 20-6 to six to force overtime. But the other problem with the Bengals is, and I, I think they're an underachiever. They should be better than 7-6. and six. They've now lost two in a row, four of their last six. Their defense struggled yesterday against George Kittle. No tight end. The National Football League right now is putting up bigger numbers. Yesterday was unbelievable, 13-1-15-1. and 22-3-32-3. And three over the last two games, George Kittle is. And when you look at George Kittle and his importance to the 49ers, show me another offensive player that's a non-quarterback who's more important to their football team. He is so important. They have a losing record without him the last two seasons. And he was just incredible yesterday. He he single-handedly won the game for him. It wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo. It was efficient and didn't turn the ball over. But George Kittle was absolutely uncoverable yesterday. And he was so physical. Great blocker, but an amazing athlete at, at tight end. I heard that uh, Trey Lance is so far from playing for the 49ers that he's yeah. actually moved back to North Dakota. 
I mean, because <laughs> Garoppolo's got that job now and next year is what I'm hearing. Well, here's the deal. They, they don't want to commit to that, but he, here's what I would tell you. When you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, when he doesn't turn the ball over and he stays healthy, he's a winning quarterback. They've got issues. This is not a great roster. Coming into the season, I thought they'd be somewhere around 500. We have a 17-game season, but whether they have eight or nine wins remains to be seen. But the fact of the matter is they're good enough to make the playoffs. So they're number six seed. They host the Falcons on Sunday. If you look at six and seven, those final two playoff spots in the NFC, all those teams are very, very mediocre. And the Niners are with them. But I give them credit. This, this, this is amazing to me. Not only do home teams don't have the advantage that they once used to, these away teams, Pharrell, traveling in three time zones, they find ways to win. It's remarkable to me. I don't think the uh, Niners are an average football team whatsoever. I don't think anybody wants to play them right now uh, in the playoffs, despite what their, you know, seed is or whatever else. You got to deal with Kittle. Garoppolo's playing at the top of his game. If they can keep Samuel healthy, uh, this team has a shot to upset somebody. I, I think, like, they just continue to amaze me. Uh, people have written them off, and here they are. I think they're going to the playoffs. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Now, Carver yeah. High earlier in the show said he does not believe for one minute that he'll be able to play against the Packers after they carted him off and you never saw him again. And he thinks uh, Harbaugh is just playing games today, saying he should be able to play on Sunday. Well, it's a right ankle injury, and here's the deal. If he doesn't practice, he won't play. He's going to have to show that he can test that ankle. If you're a quarterback, and and by the way, that is his back ankle, the one he's got to push off of. He's a right-handed thrower, so his left foot is the plant throw, is the plant leg. You've got to be able to push off that right ankle, and you've got to be able to turn and, and get torque. Unless he practices by Friday, they, they'll have a uh, they'll have a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practice week. And the, and the Packers, uh, hey, they host the Packers on Sunday. It's going to be difficult. But I do want to talk about Tyler Huntley, who filled in. He was tremendous, absolutely tremendous against the Browns. I mean, he just did a great job. He gave him a chance to win. He was not the reason why they lost. I give him credit. He was an undrafted free agent out of la uh, last year, out of 2020 draft, and he did a phenomenal job. He did start earlier. They did beat the Bears. Did play great in that game, but they won. He was tremendous yesterday. The The Browns had no answer for him. He single-handedly put the team on his back. It's hard to come off the bench during a game. It's the problem The problem that the, the Ravens had is their defense and their secondary because they're so beat up there at corner. But I give them credit. Tyler Huntley really showed out in that game, and he's, to me, when you play like that, you're showing your coaches you could be the number two quarterback for years to come. Well, there's no doubt he's played well every time they put him in. But what, you know, do you think of their season? It's crumbling before their very eyes. Yeah, at eight and five, it's going to be hard. Look, they'll get a wild card, okay? that, that That's not the issue. But I, I'd agree it is crumbling because teams could spread you out. We're going to talk about the Rams later. Wait till you see what the Cardinals are going to do to them tonight. When you, when teams are down a corner, you spread them out. And I thought the Bengals yesterday could have done a much better job against the Niners. That Zach Taylor's got to do a better job. And when you face the Ravens, you spread them out because they're down their best corners. Absolutely should happen this week against the Packers. Listen to Adam Kaplan. He's already uh, touting that uh, the Cardinals are going to roll the Rams tonight in Arizona. We'll come back with more from our NFL insider on C2C. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I mean, Lamar Jackson, over the last several games, eight picks, 13 picks on the season, 16 TDs. Uh, His rating is awful. Uh, He's been losing games left and right. Uh, I don't think anybody's afraid of that football team right about now. But let's move on to uh, the Buccaneers' overtime win over the Bills. A lot of people talking about that. Strong Bills Mafia flying down to Tampa to Raymond James to take over that stadium yesterday, but they didn't win the game. Yeah, it's funny because people there, the Buccaneer fans, were not happy. And this happens a lot in Tampa where there's a strong New York presence whenever the Bucs host the Giants, which they did. They blow out the Giants, but whenever they host a New York team. And the the Bill fans were definitely known there that you could hear them. But what's interesting about this situation with the Bucs is they're one of only two teams undefeated. They're 6-0 at home. And as you and I have lamented each week, home field means absolutely nothing anymore. Teams will tell you they'd rather be at home than on the road. But why do more road teams have a better record than home teams this season? Very, It's very strange. Uh, some fans are, are not as loud. Some fans are wearing masks in stadiums. Whatever the case may be, it's not the great home presence. But the Bucks clearly are not as good on the road. They just don't have the same juice on the road that they do at home. Uh, now, what happened in this game was the Bucks get up big. And I give Josh Allen credit. He wound up spraining his foot in this game. And he put the team on his back in the second half. Uh, he just, he willed the, th- he willed the thing, uh, rushing the football. And what's unbelievable, Pharrell, is the running backs did not have one rush in the first half. When have you ever seen an NFL team do that? Uh, they, they made, it was pretty obvious when Zach Moss didn't draft that they were going to come out throwing the football. And both quarterbacks combined for 100 passes, the only game to do that this season. Just amazing to me. But I, I give the Bills credit for coming back, but it's not good. It's not good because right now they're still fighting for the playoff lives. Forget about the division. Now they're trying to get in, but as Carver told us during the break, they've got a great schedule at home. Uh, so they have the they have the favorable schedule versus the Colts. But look, the Colts are playing good football right now. They come off their bye. Now the Bucks, by the way, 
if they win this Sunday over the Saints, they win the NFC South. What's funny last year was it didn't go like that. They just got to the Super Bowl, and they, they, they're one of the few teams uh, that's not won their division but's gotten to the Super Bowl and won it. So the bottom line is when you look at the Bucs, they're playing really well right now. They're getting healthier too, by the way, uh, their secondary in particular. And they're, they're, they're going to romp in the NFC. It's going to be them and the Cardinals right now uh, for, for the NFC. There's no question about it. So I have to say, I think they'll handle the Saints and finish, uh, you know, seven and oh, whatever it is at home. So let me ask you uh, the Bills. I mean, Allen was incredible and he sprains his foot, but it's, you know, and I don't know if there's anything wrong with it. It's all him. And I mean, whether he's throwing it or running it, they don't hand off to anybody else. He's the running game, he's the passing game. Is that a problem for you that it's all about him and no one else? And what do you think this uh, sprained foot looks like for him moving ahead to the Carolina game in the B-low on Sunday? Do you think he'll be able to go? Yes. Yeah, so what Sean McDermott did say is that they're going to they're gonna go through the week. He's, his foot's very sore. He was able to play with it. The key with a sprained foot is being able to plant that foot, and that, that's going to be a problem. You could, see him, you could see him when he'd walk to the sidelines that he was hobbled. That's definitely a concern. Their offense would be completely different if he couldn't play. In fact, they would be more of a running team than a passing team. They're a passing team because Sean McDermott, to his credit, he accepted that the way that Josh Allen's going to be an elite quarterback is to throw the football. Don't worry about running the football. Now, I can tell you from talking to the Bills, they'd like to run it better. Zach Moss, who I mentioned earlier, who has been often and in the game and off the, uh, off the roster uh, as an inactive some weeks, they wanted him to be their lead back. It hasn't happened. Devin Singletary is their lead back. Brita's their their change up, their third down back sometimes. But they've tried to run it. They can't run it. And they're putting in the hands of this quarterback who's elite. But I think quarterbacks would tell you everybody needs some semblance of a running game, particularly with cold weather. You, you said in our first segment, you still think the Patriots could get there. I do worry about guys like Mac Jones in cold weather. You saw what happened in this game, this past game last Monday night. Three times they asked them to throw the football, and somehow they won. They only scored only scored 14 points. When it gets cold and windy, whether it's in Foxborough or somebody somewhere else, or it could be in Kansas City, by the way, you've got to be able to throw the football when you need to throw it downfield. And I worry about Mac Jones. He's done a great job. He's been much better than I anticipated. But in the cold weather, this is I could tell you there's one NFL GM who I spoke to before the season started when we talked about Mac Jones. This team was looking at him for the draft. He said it was going to be a problem for his team and, and their evaluators about how he would throw the football in cold weather. And the fact that Belichick would not let him throw it more than three times tells you a lot about his arm strength. Yeah, I, you know, and I'm not sure if that was why they did it. I felt like that uh, they found a way to run the ball down their throats and they couldn't stop it. So why throw the ball if you can't stop the run? They literally did whatever they wanted running the ball. Why, why make him throw the ball if you don't have to? Look, they play in freezing cold weather to begin with, and so do the Chiefs in January. They're both freezing ass, Boston and Kansas City. There's no difference. It'll be freezing ass no matter where that game is, and we'll see if he's man enough. I don't, you know, maybe the pressure of it all in the playoffs, I would certainly pick Mahomes over the kid, but that Patriot defense is as good as Kansas City's defense, if not better, and defense wins championships, and I'm telling you in the playoffs, Whoever plays better defense that day is going to win. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Let's talk about the Chargers. They spanked the Giants. Now they've got this big game with the Chiefs coming up in SoFi. 
Are they playing great football at the perfect time, in your opinion? And that is the key here. When I talk to coaches, you, you want to be playing your best ball in December and January. You don't worry too much about September and, and, and October. It's more of a discovery of what you have and what you don't have as a football team, particularly the front office. And you keep coaching your guys up and they get better. Brandon Staley, I've been very critical of their defense. They're starting to put them together. But offensively, think about this. Their best receiver, Keenan Allen, doesn't play, right? They put up 37. And the big thing from talking to the, uh, to, to the Chargers about Josh Palmer, who filled in for Allen, he basically played the slot in this game. Josh Palmer is a kid who's got really good size. He, he's a guy that they really, really like coming into the draft. They got him. Uh, he, not that Ken Allen's retiring anytime soon, but he's a guy they want to get on the field. He's not the fastest guy, but he's a good run after the catch guy. And he's very, very physical. They, really, they, they think he's a really he's a guy that could be coached up hard. He takes coaching well. He's done a really good job. And Jalen Guyton was their deep threat in this game. Caught the 58-yarder from Herbert. They're really loaded. Um, the, the, the only issue that you have is uh, they don't have a lot of depth at certain positions, but depth really came through. The guys that they have who had to fill in the last couple weeks have done a great job. They're, they're deeper corner than they have been. They're another team because they're super talented, Pharrell. That is my sleeper team in the playoffs. They're going to get there as a wild card. I know some weeks they're very hard to pick if you're, if you're picking a game. Sometimes they don't show up or they underachieve, but they're like the Bengals. On any given week, they could beat anybody. That's how talented they are. And right now, as you put it together there, they're putting it together. Uh, they are. And this is, look, this is a huge game. Don't forget, in week three, they won it. They won in Kansas City. They absolutely are capable of beating Kansas City. This is an awesome game. I cannot wait, cannot wait for Thursday night football. I give the Chargers a chance. But the, quite frankly, the Chiefs are playing better than they are right now. I mean, what Palmer and Guyton did, what Eckler's doing, uh, they're all producing at a high level. Yep. I, I can't wait to see what they do against this hot, you know, steaming hot Chiefs team that's just destroying everyone as Kansas City goes in there. I think this Thursday is going to be a fantastic game. There's no doubt about it. All right, let's start talking about tonight in Arizona. You seem to be leaning heavily on the Cardinals. Now, as you know, I took the Cardinals to win the West at the beginning of the season. I picked the Cardinals to beat the Rams in their first meeting, and I'm kind of leaning on the Rams to return serve tonight because I think they're more desperate and I think uh, the one reservation I have is that Ramsey won't be playing. I'm not that worried about Higby, but uh, the Ramsey thing is a, a definite concern for me. I think Stafford needs to, you know, for me, Adam, for once in his life, I, I mean, honestly, this guy, in my opinion, is still Detroit written all over him. He needs to step up for once in his life in a gigantic game and do something big, like, you know, maybe win. <laughs> Remember the week four game when the Cardinals stomped the Rams at SoFi, 37 to 20. They embarrassed the Rams. I mean, they were all over them defensively. Stafford did not play particularly well that game. The Rams are a good road team, but they've lost three out of four. And, and you mentioned Ramsey and Higby as they're starting to end. Let me just mention this about Tyler Higby. Very underrated player, really athletic, and he's actually blocks really, really well. That's going to be a problem. The right tackle, Rob ha Havenstein, was put on. Reserve Kovalist as well over the weekend. Their nickel corner, Deontay Dion's out. Daryl Henderson is out again. Uh, not, not because of the quadriceps injury. It's because now he's on the COVID list. Sonny Michelle did a great job against Jacksonville last week. Well, they're not facing Jacksonville. They're, they're playing the Cardinals. Th this is going to be hard, man. I, 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 I was leaning towards the Cardinals in this matchup, and I understand why you would think it's hard to sweep a team like the Rams twice. I get it. 
But this week, the Cardinals are going to outclass them. And remember, Hopkins is back. He and Murray are off the injury report. This has been huge here. Because remember, when they lost to the Panthers, one of the two losses, Hopkins did not play in that game. And he's back. He, he's healthy coming back from that hamstring injury. The, the Rams are now down so many players for all. It's going to be extremely difficult. I don't know what the spread is in this game, but I could tell you what. If the Rams keep it within 10, it would be surprised. It, and I agree with your assessment. Stafford's going to have to put the team on his back, deal really well. And as I said in the first segment, what the Cardinals will do to them, because Ramsey's out, is they're going to spread them out. You're going to see them play with 10 personnel, a lot of four receiver sets. They can do that because they're deep. A.J. Green's back from his injury. As I mentioned, Hopkins, they're, they're super deep at wide receiver. They'll spread the Rams out. And they're going to get the job done. And I, I, again, I'd be very surprised if the Rams keep it within 10. You know, the Rams get so much publicity uh, throughout the season that they're this deep playoff run type team and that they got Stafford and they're so dangerous and McVay's a genius and all this other rhetoric. I mean, they're a five seed right now. They lose, what, three of four. How disappointing have they been in essence? They have been because they got off to a great start, and it was that Cardinals game in week four. They were no longer undefeated after that game, and they their defense is good but not great. And you know what's a crazy statistic? They play more zone coverage than any team in the National Football League, even with Ramsey not on the COVID list. I don't quite understand that. Why would your best player not be locked up on the, the opponent's best receiver? Uh, that, that, to me, is a problem when they get into the playoffs. Teams will take advantage of it. And the one thing is, the other thing is you mentioned uh, just about how they've underachieved. Talking to some of the teams that have uh, sort of dissected this Rams team, they have very poor depth at a lot of positions. They're, they're a 22-man starting unit. They're very, very top-heavy. They have a great starting sta- starting roster. But after that, their backups are not great, and this it's going to be a problem. I, I'd be shocked if they won this game. I, I hear you on the Rams need to win a game like this. But it's just going to be hard when you don't have your best players, your right tackle, your corner, your tight end, your running back. Good luck to them tonight. I'd be shocked if they won. I got 30 seconds. Uh, the Cardinals are number one seed, 10-2, and two, best record in the NFL. Why is it that everyone thinks that the Buccaneers and Packers are way better than them? I just don't think – you know why? Because they're not a national team. I'm glad you brought that up, Packers national team. Okay, we, we all know that. Bucks, because of Brady, they're a national team. Not enough people are talking about your Cardinals. I, I give you credit. Why did you love them so much? Very quickly, I was curious about why did you think they'd win that division? I just love Murray and Hopkins, and I thought the defense uh, had potential. I like some of the names on there, Jones, et cetera. So, and I think their coach uh, is, you know, kind of a gunslinger. I'm like, I think they yep. can put it together. It's simple as that. Because everybody else is crowning the Rams and the Seahawks and the Niners. I'll see you later in the week, Adam. Great stuff. Enjoy the game. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. 
Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. finish time uh stars goalie ben bishop forced to retire what was that injury carver high uh that he had he had some uh, some knee issues some degenerative knee stuff so now he can't play anymore finished uh and then now the players are saying they don't want to play in the olympics because there's a lack of clarity about the covid they're having all kinds of problems with the olympics right now either way they're going to not play those three weeks whether they go to the games or not uh, Calgary, their next three games have been scrapped, including the game tonight in Chicago. Juliana Pena with the gigantic upset. She beat the Lioness Amanda Nunez at 269. Charles Oliveira beat the Diamond Dustin Poirier. Drag. Sean O'Malley with an easy win. Lomachenko beat up on Comey. He kicked his ass six ways till Sunday on Saturday night. Adesanya will face Whitaker on February 12th. That's going to happen. Champions League round of 16 draw today. What a mess, Carver High. Really bad situation. They screwed up the draw. They had to go back and do it over, which makes people think conspiracy theory in UEFA. And so uh, Man U was going to play PSG the first time they did it. Now Man U's taking on Atletico Madrid, and PSG's taking on Real Madrid. So uh, and there you go. There's your Champions League uh, round of 16 draw. We just showed it to you. How about we talked earlier, the New York City Football Club wins the MLS Cup on penalty kicks in Portland. That was awesome. Ronnie Dillia, the coach, uh, strips down basically to his skivvies. Nice effort by him. And Verstappen beats Hamilton on the final lap of the Formula One season to win the title. Your boy Max getting involved. NASA says that a huge, potentially dangerous asteroid will break into Earth's orbit this week and kill all of us. <laughs> Alice Cooper announces a spring tour with Buck Cherry that no one will go see. A death toll from the record tornadoes expected to exceed over 100 in Kentucky alone. What a mess that was. CNN producer accused of coaxing parents and underage girls into sexual training. What is going on there? I'll see you tonight on the bench. We're a different kind of sports talk. Not just talk about sports, but talk about sports you can use. Get the winning edge. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day. And internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.